welcome to the Pet Business Coach Podcast, where I help you make your pet business dreams a reality. I'm your pet business coach, Eliza. Well, it's finally here, 2021. The world is still in a difficult spot, but it still feels like a new beginning, and with new beginnings come life-changing decisions. To that end, our topic today is, are you ready for a career change? And if you are, how do you best go about preparing for it? Today, you'll learn about five things to look for in your current career or routine that may be indicators of needing a big change and some things to carefully consider before you jump off that proverbial career cliff. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip and let's dive right in. The average person changes careers five to seven times during their working life. Think about that for a minute. That is an amazing number. Those aren't just job changes. Those are full-blown career changes. That number seems high on the surface until you consider the ever-increasing variety of career choices and the number of specialized certificate or degree programs for the different careers. Unlike our parents and grandparents who stayed with a career or even a single job for decades, these days a career change isn't that uncommon. That's not to say a career change is easy. After all, you worked hard to establish and grow in your current career. It's not that you'll be throwing away all that hard work and learning, but you will definitely be following a new path with new challenges and often a steep learning curve. It's a huge step that shouldn't be taken lightly. If you're thinking about making a change, take some time to think it through. How do you know if it's the right move for you? And if it is the right move, how do you know when to make the jump? Here are five signs that will help you decide. Sign number one, do you pause or deflect when people ask you what you do for a living? In one of my earlier careers, I was an operations manager for a manufacturing plant. I loved telling people about what I did. And really, who doesn't love hearing about manufacturing? I spent many years in the field and I enjoyed it tremendously, but in the last couple of years in the industry, I found myself brushing off questions about what I did for a living. It wasn't that I was ashamed of it, but I also wasn't excited about it anymore. I initially thought it was just because I was tired of answering the same questions over and over again, but eventually I realized that it was deeper than that. Sign number two. Do you feel tired and depleted when it comes to activities outside of work? Most of us spend the majority of our waking hours at our job. When we love what we do, we're energized by it. Because so much of our time and focus is on our work, we can't help but carry that into our hobbies, activities, and interactions outside of work. We work hard, but because we enjoy what we do, the work seems easier. When we stop drawing enjoyment and energy from our jobs, this also carries into our private lives. Even those who are masters at compartmentalization will see some mental and physical effects in other parts of their lives when they're doing a job they no longer enjoy. Sign number three. Does a bad day at work feel like the end of the world? We all have bad days. It doesn't matter what job you do or who you are. Sometimes the day just doesn't go your way. 
When we're doing a job we like or love, we tend to bounce back quickly from those rotten days. Conversely, when we're in a job we don't enjoy, we tend to magnify and generalize bad days. Instead of one bad day, it becomes bigger in our minds and the issues of the day take on a life of their own. For example, a simple, single disagreement with Janet, a coworker, turns into Janet is always undermining me and it will never stop. Sign number four. You don't seem to want to learn new things anymore. Early on in my previous career, I was always raising my hand for new opportunities to learn. It barely mattered what the class, seminar, or training opportunity was. I was on board. I loved learning about anything and everything related to my job. At some point, though, I stopped raising my hand. It seemed like more effort than it was worth. It wasn't that I felt that I had learned all there was to know about my job. I simply wasn't that interested in learning more. I knew enough to do my job competently and efficiently, and that was as far as I was willing to go. And finally, sign number five. Your values don't align anymore with your career. I spent a large portion of my career managing and mentoring employees. I enjoyed this part of my job. In fact, it was one of the things I enjoyed most about my job. I worked for many years in large corporate companies, and for much of that time, I felt like the corporate environment aligned with my personal values. Things changed, though, as much as we wish they didn't, and I realized that many large companies had shifted from a people-centered culture to a profit-centered culture. I get it. Companies are in business to make money, and that's fine, but I personally believe there's room to value people and make money. I more than believe that. It's one of my core values, and unfortunately, I realized my core value was now out of alignment with the culture of many large companies. So to recap, the five signs that will help you decide whether or not a career change is right for you is number one, do you pause or deflect when people ask you what you do? Number two, do you feel tired and depleted when it comes to activities outside of work? Number three, does a bad day at work feel like the end of the world? Number four, you don't seem to want to learn new things anymore. And number five, your values don't align anymore with your career. Now this list isn't exhaustive, but it will give you a good idea if you need to seriously think about making a career or at the very least a job change. In the next part of this podcast, we'll talk about how to prepare for that change. So let's shift gears. You've done it. You've decided to make a career change. Congratulations. You are so full of hope and enthusiasm, it's hard to think about anything else. But wait, what's that other emotion you're feeling? Could it be a little bit of panic? Deciding was easy, or at least easier. Now the real work begins. How do you prepare for the actual change? Don't worry, you're not alone. Remember, the average person changes careers five to seven times during their working life. While it's tempting to march right into your boss's office and announce you're leaving, this is something that should be done with planning and thought unless you're independently wealthy, and if so, by all means, go in there right now and make it happen. However, if you're like the majority of us and income is a barrier, there are some things you can do to ensure a smooth transition. 
The first thing to do, if you haven't done it already, is figure out what you love and what you're good at. If you're one of those people who knows exactly what you want to be when you grow up or in your next career, good for you. You are one of the fortunate ones. Most of us are a little less clear or a lot unclear in this area. While you feel confident in the decision to make a change, deciding what to do instead is a little more difficult. Start with a list of what you love and put some thought into this. Maybe you love animals and are thinking about starting your own pet business. Do you also love working with people, though? Do you love doing administrative work? Do you love organizing? Once you have a good list of things you love or at least like, make another list, a second list of things you're good at. Again, be detailed. Most people have far more skills than they think they do and even several superpowers. For example, my own superpowers include getting dogs to poop on command and coaxing cats out from under beds. Once you have these two lists made, make a third and final list of careers and occupations to explore based on what you love doing and what you're good at. These are often one and the same thing, so this is the fun part. The next thing to do to prepare for a career change is to ask the hard financial questions. Chances are you aren't in a position to immediately give up your current income. That's okay, but changing careers takes time. You're probably going to have to keep going in your current role for a little longer, but don't worry, it is a means to an end. Start with a budget. How much do you need every month to live? How much have you got in savings? There is no black and white answer on how much you should have in reserve before you leave your job. How long do you anticipate being out of work? If you're going back to school full-time to get a new degree, it might be a while. Brainstorm some alternative financial options. Can you skinny down expenses, for example, to make your savings last longer? Are you willing to take a different part-time job for less pay in the interim? Can you simply work part-time at your current job? Is your spouse or partner in a position to pick up the slack for a while? Only you and your family can decide what level of risk you feel comfortable with. And the third thing to do is educate yourself. You're going to need training. It might be anything from going back to school for a brand new degree to reading books on your new path. This will likely require some financial investment, but it doesn't have to be an expensive endeavor. There are a wealth of free or low-cost options out there for career training. If you plan to launch your own business, I would suggest starting with the Small Business Association. They have tons of great resources, webinars, classes, tools, and partners to help you educate yourself. If you're planning to seek employment with a company, start with a search for trade associations or speak with people in that industry for guidance and help. Once you've answered the questions above, make a career plan and write it down. Include specifics on what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. The plan isn't set in stone. It may change somewhat over time. It probably will change somewhat over time, but it's important to get it down in writing and commit to it. And finally, when the time comes to say goodbye to your current employer, do it in a smart way. You may be walking away from your career, but that doesn't mean you should walk away from the people you work with. Don't burn bridges. 
It's a bit cliche, but people are your most valuable resource, whatever career you choose to follow. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. You can also find me at thepetbusinesscoach.dog or check out my blog at imnotthekidnextdoor.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.